0: what up people hi (laughs) welcome to Writing life w-i-t-i-n apostrophe l-i-f-e this is a podcast where we talk about all the stuff we write about and what we live for
1: that's right um we're comedy writers here in la
0: oh yeah i guess you should know our names i'm paybar
1: i'm marissa stay around with us and let's chat about stuff
0: Okay guys, so welcome to Write in Life, and uh, this is our first episode. Ah, welcome. Yes,
1: super exciting.
0: Okay, so here's the deal. Marissa and I are a couple of comedy writers. We met at the Austin Film Festival in October of 2017.
1: Yes, I, it's kind of crazy, because I was um, looking at scripts in the script room, Ooh. and I picked up the script called Hollywood Illegal by Pavar Snipe, and I thought, oh, this looks interesting, Ooh. so I read it, and then I think an hour later, I actually met Pevar. Yeah, there you go. It was fate. fate. And then Marissa wrote this hilarious spec of
0: broad city that is just killer because she's super talented. And then it was just like, you know, just the magnets just came together. Usually magnets don't come together, but in this case, we defied a lot and so magnets <laughs> came together. <laughs> Turns you. out that we also both are former journalists and we moved to mm-hmm. Los Angeles to be comedy writers. And here we are. And so that's why we started this podcast. Now, uh, here's the thing. We're black women and we write comedy and we are inspired to write things that everybody can laugh about because we all laugh
1: at the same things in a lot of ways, right? We really do, and I feel that there you know, especially like as a writer, people are surprised, Oh, you're not writing quote unquote black, black comedy comedy. Okay. Yeah. When I first moved to LA I met a woman who said who is like, Oh, you're new to LA, go to all of these shows and it was only the black shows, <laughs> and that wasn't the case in New York. In New York, I went to everybody's shows. Yeah, separate but equal. Right. <laughs> That's the day. I was like, oh, is no. this an LA thing? Okay.
0: No, here's <laughs> the thing: we all laugh at the same things, and some mm-hmm. of us all have the same favorite shows. My favorite hero when I was coming up as a kid, Carol Burnett. Yeah, and I love Lucille Ball. There you go. I love Lucille Ball. But the other thing is, black women are funny, and we deserve to be everywhere and represented everywhere as writers, as actors, as producers, as directors, as everything, because we're every woman. Okay, sorry. You're everywhere. I, really, I will not be singing. <laughs> um, that was probably the only time I'm going to do that. But right now, we just want to break down the history of black women in comedy and talk about where we've been, where we are, and where we're going, because mm-hmm. it is a good time to be blackity black in the world <laughs> of L.A. We are on and popping
1: really killing it. It's awesome. It's so fun to see.
0: Yep. Hashtag you. melanin. Mm-hmm. Okay, so think about this. Mom's Maybelline, LaWanda Page. LaWanda Page, of course, is on Esther from Sanford and Son. Mm-hmm. You got people like Marla Gibbs, who was on Trevorsons and then went on to 227. Right so many great women who are the history of comedy, who set forth that, that TV world that we got to see coming up, right?
1: Right. Like, and what are some of your favorite shows? Some of my favorite shows, well you said 227, mm-hmm. and I love Jack A. Harry. Yeah, hilarious. Oh Harry. gosh, that was great. And you know, growing up I would watch, wow, Cosby Show, a different world, mm-hmm. love Jasmine Guy. Love Jasmine Guy.
0: Let me talk, let me, let me, let me talk about Jasmine Guy.
1: Let me break
0: down, (laughs) let me break down Whitley Gilbert for one second.
1: Whitley was amazing. Whitley
0: was amazing, but, Mm -hmm. you know, the writing on the show is phenomenal. Shouts out to Debbie Allen and and all the wonderful writers and, and, you know. Um, But the thing about Jasmine Guy is that she took that Whitley Gilbert character from being, like, second tier to underneath Denise Huxtable in the, the pilot. Season, the first season, to being this amazing comedic lead character through the rest of the series. And she took control of that show. She was just, her comedic timing was amazing. She never got the props that she deserved to get as a comedic actress in Hollywood. Yeah, no, she Um, she didn't. The Emmys should have been flying her way during the whole time she was on the show, and it just didn't happen. Mm -hmm. Um, As is the case for a lot of black women who were like fantastic in comedy in the 70s, 80s you know 90s, 90s and even today Yeah, Felicia Rashad who was amazing mm-hmm. um Jackie Harry like you just mentioned she was great um let me see who else did Kim, I love Kim, I loved Kim Coles. Kim Coles Kim Coles living single living freaking single. Single. <laughs> single shout out to that three <laughs> friends what uh, um it's just definitely. oh Kim Fields Kim Fields Queen Latifah also, like yes. the whole cast of living single just Basically. in general so the thing is like We wanna recognize the great things that black women have done in comedy um, before, and we wanna also recognize the things that are being done and where we're gonna go forward to now.
1: Yeah, right now we have a lot of incredible writers, producers, actresses who are absolutely killing the game. Mm -hmm. Um, My favorite, two favorites, uh, Lena Waith. Oh, Don't even. <laughs> yeah. Lena Waithe is an amazing master of a night and now shy. She's And then amazing. she just sold that new show. And she sold a new show called The Twenties, which she wrote in her twenties when she was Hey guys, we're back. So, <laughs> hey, anchor fun. Just learning, guys. Stick with us. We
0: gonna we gon work this out. We going yeah, sorry about that. Okay. So we were talking about um, our former selves, right? So, mm-hmm. um, if you were to go back and, and rewrite a
1: show that you were when you are in your twenties. Right. How, you know how much better it would be mm-hmm. now that we're seasoned writers. now that we're seasoned adults and, yes. and
0: um, I want to go even further back and talk about you know the shows that we watched when we were kids coming up and how mm-hmm. they influenced us so when I was a kid I wanted to be 2D, 2D. I wanted to be Kim Fields mm-hmm. on Facts of Life so bad, I wanted braces. So I would go around and take the aluminum foil and put it in my mouth and form it around my teeth. I wanted a mushroom haircut, I wanted big boobs, so I went and put all this tissue inside of my, not even bra, my undershirt, and I walked around with that and my aluminum foil braces and told my mom, look at me, I'm tooting. Uh, yeah, you that's do a that thing. Did you do that for Halloween? No, I just did that <laughs> running around my house. Not Halloween, no. Just on a Tuesday, hmm. <laughs> two Tuesday Tuesday, if you two-day will.
1: Tuesday Tuesday for, uh,
0: pa- for pay bar. Her. So you know that's the representation that I saw that I wanted to be. What about you? Um,
1: I really wanted to be Rudy. Mm-hmm. I actually wanted to replace Keisha Knight Like I would have these uh, fantasies where I would sit down and have an interview with Oprah in my room, and Oprah will say, "You know, how does it feel to have replaced?" <sighs> Oh my god. Keisha Night Pulliam, you know, I was like, you know, I'm so sorry. Like, I would create some fantasy in my mind. Like, did she you know, die? Did you kill her? No, lady? I never killed Keisha Night Pulliam. I never killed Keisha. Did she walked in a basement. <laughs> what did you do with Keisha Night Pulliam? I, I would make up a fantasy like she had to go to school or she wanted to return back to her life as a child. She didn't want to be an actress anymore. Hey guys, I'm sick of this money. I want to play my Legos. I quit Mr. Cosby. I quit the Cosby show. <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs>
0: It's very all about Eve,
1: but I, a child
0: I, version. Child
1: version, <laughs> yes. I had these. I had these fantasies for a very long time because she was the only little. She was girl. That was it. Yeah, I was the, like she, she took my role. <laughs> See, okay.
0: So this all boils down to why representation of us is so important on TV, mm-hmm. um, because of shows like that. And then, like, we'll we even fast forward to a different world because of a different world. First of all, I thought Hillman was a real skull. Yes. But because of a different world, not going to college was never something that I thought about. Like, it was automatic that I was going to college. I was going to go to a school like that. Not going was never, yeah. ever a thought to me. Um, did you go to a that black path, college? Not, I, did, I did not go to a black <laughs> college, unfortunately. Um, but I was in a black student union, so that's mm-hmm. as close as I got. But just knowing that that experience, not even so much the age, HSBCU experience, mm-hmm. but the um, the college experience was something that was within my grasp, mm-hmm. um, was thanks to a different world. And then you have all of the, the various storylines that taught us lessons from date rape to um, HIV and AIDS. There's so many lessons that we learned as a result of of this black important female representation that we got on TV. So whenever I hear people say, "Well, something is just a show, it's just TV, it doesn't matter," you know what I mean, or
1: "Yeah, casting
0: was, should be left up to the casting director," it's just not true.
1: It's not, and I think what I also liked about a different world is that the diversity of of characters within that cast. You know, I. Felt like I identified a lot with Whitley. And clearly, you sound like a valley girl. Um, but also Freddie, you mm-hmm. know, because she's just so, she's such a hippie. You're so
0: Freddie. And I am so Freddie. You're <laughs> totes, she's totes Freddie, guys. <laughs> That's that's
1: absolutely her. Yeah. Um, who did I relate and, to? And every guy I had a crush on in elementary school looked like Dwayne Wade. Yeah. Oh, who
0: didn't like Dwayne Wade? Oh gosh, like, he was you so it. cute. You just totally did. You just yeah. wanted him. <laughs> um, and Ron John Johnson was cute too on the low, no. low. Ron Johnson was cute.
1: Yeah, he's cute. Okay. He's definitely cute. If I saw Ron was Johnson cute. today,
0: I don't really be dating high yellow guys like that, but <laughs> they could still probably high get yellow. it. But, um, oh, no, you know who was fine?
1: Hmm.
0: It's guy that guy Colonel Taylor. N- <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Uncle Carla, no. <laughs> Shouts out to the wonderful man who played Colonel Taylor. That's oh, like saying soon. that, that the man who off. ran the pit was, was the bomb. <laughs> Girl, bye.
1: I got confused. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, guys. I'm still tripping on Marissa talking about Kardena Taylor from uh, A Different World was fine. Like, oh, yeah,
1: I, I, who are you referring I,
0: to? I was talking about Jillian.
1: Oh, yeah. yes, of course. Yeah, okay. the guy that
0: she was dating. Whitley was dating right before she got serious with uh, Dwayne Wade. Okay. Anyway, all right, so we're talking about comedy of the past. So now let's talk about the comedy of right now. Who's making moves in Hollywood as writers, um, as directors, as actresses, and producers, um, black women in, in Hollywood? We've got. Just a, in general. Yeah, it's just in general. Who's doing a dang thing.
1: Queen Oprah and Queen Shonda Rhimes. Yes. Of course. Sure. Um, But also Courtney Kemp, the EP of Power, who just... Uh, is gonna have Get Christy Love on ABC yes yes really that's really
0: a reboot yeah so Get Christy Love is about an African-American woman who is a police detective this was out in the 70s mm-hmm. it only lasted like a season maybe two but I think it was only one because it was clearly before its time mm-hmm. and so now that's coming back that's gonna be amazing um, yeah my mom loves power I don't know anybody who does not love power yeah um, so yeah shouts out to her a Felina. Lena Waithe, we already talked about her. Yes, a um, master of none and The Shy, and this upcoming show, The Twenties.
1: Yes, uh, Tracy Oliver, who is working on films, but I know wants to get in TV, mm-hmm. get into TV eventually. Yeah, she
0: wrote Girl Trip and mm-hmm. Barbershop. Yes. Yeah, so she's killing it, and she even said that she had to fight for that role, to fight to write Girl Trip, which is insane
1: because. She was up against I guess a, a number of other writers.
0: A bunch of, white dudes, <laughs> a bunch of white dudes. A bunch kids. of white dudes who was supposed to be writing about black women and she had to right. fight for that. So that's just crazy boss. It wouldn't
1: have been the same movie. No, absolutely not. And then you have Misha Green. Yeah. I just started watching Underground. Mm. And the writing is incredible. She is incredible. There are no words. It's obviously,
0: I Incredible. mean, not obviously. It's, it's just one of the best shows I've ever seen in my mm-hmm. life. It completely changed the way you think about uh, the Underground Railroad and the days of slavery because it showed black folks as heroes during a time where they had no power and they took it back. And yes. um, it hurts my heart that it's not going to be back on. But, however, she has amazing things coming up in the future. So
1: Yeah, she's incredibly talented. Yeah.
0: All good in the hood. We got two
1: dope queens, those ladies, just yes. Just, just Shebe and Jessica, killing it. Killing it. What I love about them too is, and I feel like a lot of um, people like Lena and and Tracy and people like that are really trying to help Mm -hmm. other talent come up. And so, you know, diverse talent, women, you know, minorities, gays, everybody Mm -hmm. who's underrepresented. Yep.
0: Because they know what it's like to be a part of the struggle. And they want us all to be able to tell our stories. Because when we tell our stories, we change the narrative of how the, other, the outside world looks at us. Mm-hmm. So shout out to all of you ladies whoop, whoop, who are making change for the rest of us. We thank you. We honor you. And uh, also, can we get a job?
1: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> We're available.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: So we're back and we're actually recording in the Writers Guild offices.
0: Yeah, shouts out to the Writers Guild. We're really thankful that we we were members of the Writers Guild, we're in yes. the Committee of Black Writers, so we're, mm-hmm. sure we're going to getting ready to go to a members meeting right now and talk about
1: our black agenda
0: in Hollywood.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I guess we we'll talk about what we're working
0: on. Yeah, so um, yeah, we're in this is February right? and so pilot season is now. Staffing season is now and fellowship season is coming up in May. Yes. Uh, so we each have pilots and working on specs, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm polishing a Kimmy Schmidt, Schmidt, <laughs> a Kimmy Schmidt spec Schmidt. that I wrote. Mm-hmm. Um, I have that Broad City that Pavar mentioned, but I had to write another spec. so yeah. I wrote a Kimmy. Super fun. And I'm writing a pilot. Okay. So much work. I'm uh, Going to do this The Good Place pilot because, no,
0: spec because I just, there's nothing about that show that I do not absolutely love. I love that show. It's so good. Oh. I'm going to do another round of rewriting on my pilot, Hollywood Illegal, and I just came up with a new pilot idea that I love. Uh, I don't want to tell you what it's about.
1: Yeah, I didn't talk about what my pilot yeah. is about. Just about like drugs. No, I'm not going to tell you what it's about. <laughs>
0: you'll see it when it gets on television, guys. But um, in the meantime, um, we just want to make sure that you guys know that this is an opportunity for not just black women, mm-hmm. not just women of color, but for everybody to speak up about what they want when in terms of diversity in the world of comedy, TV, and film right now. Absolutely. So if you have a comment, question, you can
1: uh, do like if you have the Anchor app, you can push the uh, call in button and leave us a voicemail and we'll hopefully answer it on the next episode. You can also email us at Right Life Podcast. That's R-I-T-E Life podcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. uh shoot us an email leave a voicemail on the anchor app and we'll get back to you yeah and don't be trying to hack us yeah he ain't gonna
0: find nothing we, I we don't have anything interesting yet not but yet yeah hit us up and so we can uh, start a dialogue start a conversation and also we want to hear about what you're writing about what do you want to write about what makes you laugh what makes you tick what yeah. makes you cry Really
1: no, women's laugh. And we are baby writers, but we're also, we have quite a bit of experience in TV industry. We're not mm-hmm. new to this. We're new to this side of it, but yeah. we're not new to the, the industry, so. Yep,
0: we got some experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're gonna leave you talking about the logo of Write in Life podcast, so you can understand what that's all about. Marissa created it because she's fantastic.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Um, you know, free clip art is great. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I found, I saw uh, this really cool fist with a pen, soul, pencil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you remember those? Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I thought, oh, it's, it's very, to me that felt very powerful because mm-hmm. when you write, it's, it's your chance to speak your voice and to be in your power and to claim your truth. Yep. And to tell your story, what's unique to you. Absolutely. And right now,
0: you know, it's all about telling your story and being you. Be authentically you. Be unapologetically you. Be as blackity black or whiteity white as you want to be, whoever you are. Be you. Write about it and um, own it. Oh, God, now I'm talking like a housewife. Like one of the real Beverly Hills housewives. Oh, own no. it. Own it, Lisa. <laughs> own it. <laughs> you watch no. too much of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, just own, own who you are and mm-hmm. write about it. And just know that when you write about something from your authentic self, there will be an audience for it.
1: Yes. Because it's honest. Yeah. And no one can take that away from you.
0: They absolutely can't. So write about it and write us about it. And then we'll talk about it right here on Write in Life.
1: Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. thanks for listening to Right in Life mm. you can follow us on Instagram uh, that
0: is uh, Pavar Snipe P-A-V-A-R-S-N-I-P-E
1: and I'm Marissa Bramwell M-A-R-I-S-A B-R-A-M-W-E-L-L okay. um, those are our Instagram handles and you can
0: email us that's at Podcast at gmail.com so W-R-I-T-E-L-I-F-E podcast at gmail.com. And then you can call in and leave a question where?
1: On the Anchor app or, yeah, leave a question on the Anchor app. Yeah, that's it. Okay, we'll talk to you later. (laughs) Bye. (laughs)